The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Yo, 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 what is up? I am filling in for Joe Miller, and I'm excited. I'm excited about this show, but before we do anything else, welcome into the Overreaction Buffalo postgame show brought to you by the Market Dominator team on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. Presented by Picasso's Pizza, treat yourself to the most flavorful pizza on game day. Picasso's, we are Buffalo Pizza, shipping local and nationwide. Order online at picassospizza.net. And I am your host today. Joe Miller is at the game, or was at the game. Uh, he might be hopping in here uh, soon. And I'm freaking excited, man. First of all, just to be hanging out with you guys. And, and let's see who's up in here. Let's see who, Big Dubs. Yes, sir. Big Dubs. Daniel. Daniel Bateman says, let's go. Jason Tate, John Taylor, Josh Allen is my daddy. Okay. Pause, brother. Uh, 
Padine plays. Tony Romo said the game will be 24-20 when it was 0-0 in the first quarter. Yes, Tony Romo, man, he's the GOAT. Karen in here, John DeFazio. Man, we got a bunch of Bills Mafia in here. My guy, Jay Spence, the king. Let's go. Yes, sir. Richard Rush, my guy. Sterles with the girls. You already know what it is, y'all. You already know what it is. So, man, to tell you the level of excitement that, that I have, that you guys are having as Bills Mafia tonight is uh, – is an understatement. You know, when I watch this game, it's hard for me to get excited, man, because I'm so, I'm so like entrenched in what's going on. It's, uh, it's dude, it's hard for me. It's hard, but the bills came out and won a game 24 to 20. And this is the second one score game in a row. Well, not last week, but this is the second Close game the Bills have won. So that whole narrative that's been going around to Josh Allen close games, Bills and close games, one score games, it's gone. You could take that, ball it up, throw, find me something else. Y'all can find me something else. So what I expected out of this game, I expected the Bills to win, but I, I it was like it's one of those games where you go into it. And and all the juices are flowing, and you just never know. You got two of the, the best quarterbacks in the league going head-to-head. So I, I, I thought it was going to be a barn burner. I, I When I predicted this game, I thought the Bills were going to win 34-30. That, that's what I said early in the week on the show. I thought the Bills were going to win 34-30. Turned out it was 24-20. And there's so much to get into in this game, man. So much to get into. You know... The first few series, it, it was jockeying, you know. Uh, I, I took a lot of notes, a lot of notes. How about that Isaiah McKenzie fumble? We, you, you, we want to talk about that now or later? Because I felt like if we're, if we're going to go narrative-driven for, for a few minutes, I want to – Isaiah, I think the moment's too big for Isaiah McKenzie. It was too big for Isaiah McKenzie. I mean, he had a couple drops. He 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 missed uh uh he fumbled the ball. I mean he didn't have it, but he should. I mean even if you didn't catch it, he should have picked it up. Like come on, dog. I, I you know the the ball security with Isaiah McKenzie man is just. He missed the touchdown a touchdown catch over the middle on fourth down. How you bro? You trip up on your own feet. Nobody's around. Why are we jumping? Like why are you are you jumping? Are you like? Why are we tripping up on our own feet, man? I just don't get it. I don't get it. I do not get it. So, yeah, the moment's too big for Isaiah McKenzie. And, and you know what? It's time for Khalil Shakir. Put the boy in. I want to see these rookies, man. Put Khalil. I think Khalil Shakir has earned it. He's earned it. He may not be as explosive as Isaiah McKenzie, but I bet you he has sure hands and better uh, ball security. Off top, off the rip. You got to put Shakir in. Uh, how about Kyir Elam with the pick in the end zone? Kyir Elam. Kyir came to play today, man. Kyir came to play. He uh he 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 got him he got himself another INT. That's two weeks in a row with the INT for Kyir Elam on a money down. 
he straight took it from McCole Hartman. Took it from him. Give me that, man. And sit your butt down. That's what he told him. Give me that damn ball and sit down. Okay? Big time flex for uh, Kyrie Elam on that play, man. That's a rookie. That is a rookie playing in Arrowhead, one of the toughest venues to play football. Crowd at your back, yelling, screaming. That man said, I don't hear none of that. Give me that. That's mine. Here we go. After we fumbled the ball, we get a turnover. Come on, man. Come on, man. Yes. No Joe this week. Joe might Joe is Joe is at the game, y'all. So you're you're stuck with me. All right. You're stuck with me. But Kyrie Elam came to play. He came to play. Um Dane Jackson. Uh, the underrated play, Dane, Dane Jackson, the first quarter had a pass breakup on uh on Kelsey. Hey, that was huge. That was big time. Big time. Big time. I just want to let you guys know Super Chats are open. So if you want me to read your uh, comment, be sure to uh, send a Super Chat and I will get on that because I got so much to get into, man. I, I got so much, so much in here. But can, can we, can we uh, shout out Stefan Diggs too? They didn't have an answer for Stefan Diggs today, buddy. Now, Steve Spagnolio has been, uh, he's done a good job at, you know, kind of limiting Diggs and not today. No, sir. <laughs> Not today. Man, Stefan Diggs was huge. 10 receptions, 148 yards, one tud, one TD, man. Oh, yo, I it's 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 this is this this is the time. If you're if you're gonna go post game, this is the time after the biggest game of the season. The biggest regular season game of the season. This is it, man. This is it. Um, let's see what else we got here. So when you look at this game as a whole, I, I, I know, I knew our defense was good, but I just didn't think that we were going to be able to stop Kansas city from a, a yards game perspective. I mean, they, they got their yards from the air, uh, you know, the, the defense showed huge against the run. Huge against the run. I mean, the, the, the Chiefs could not get, you know, a ground game going to save their life. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire had nine carries, 33 yards. Pat Mahomes had four for 21, and that was about it. No other t- no other player uh, got over 10 yards. They had three other ball carriers, which was Isaiah Pacheco, Travis Kelsey, Jeremy McKinnon. The, the Bills run games for real. I, I know you. We we talked about in, in years past where we wanted our run game to be stout. Now they were, you know, tenth, middle of the pack, but now we're actually plugging these these running these running opportunities. Plugging them. The Bills have one of the better run defenses in the NFL, and so one of the ways, you know, when you look at the Chiefs and they they under Andy Reid, they they seem to find good balance on offense, even though Pat is going to go off, but they, they usually find a way to supplement that run game. So the bills, Sean McDermott, Leslie Frazier did a really good job of making them one dimensional. It was a bend don't break approach. That's why you saw so many targets for Travis Kelsey. They, they tried man, they tried zone. He beat it all. Travis Kelsey beat it all. So we got a problem on our hands. We see Kansas city again. We got to figure out a way 
to uh, stop Travis Kelsey or to contain him because he was eating a lot. Now, good news for us, well, our two rookies will be a little bit more seasoned. And we get our all-pro corner, Trey White. And Trey White can go one-on-one with Travis Kelsey and make it a little bit harder. So that's going to be nice. So you're, you're going to have a, a, a guy who can match up with Travis Kelsey um, and Tredavis White, which is going to free up uh, Matt Milano, Tremaine Edmonds to kind of do a little more uh, to help out in that area. So that's going to be really, really good. And, and shout out to those two guys. Shout out to Matt Milano, Tremaine Edmonds, man. They played a great game. Tremaine Evans had 10 tackles today. All right. Milano was was all over the place. I mean, these two, this is the best, this is the best uh linebacker duo in the NFL. And I'm not even, I it's not just me saying that. There's a lot of people out there, national media as well, that say the Bills have the the, the best li- dynamic duo at linebacker in the league. How, how you love that? How do you love it? Now as we were getting into the second quarter, you know, one of the things that 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 kept coming up today was third downs. The Bills were not good on third down conversions, man. It was it was not a pretty sight. I, I don't have it in front of me, um, but I'm gonna find it. What the Chiefs were able to do on third down. The Chiefs were four of eleven. The Bills were 4 of 11 on third down as well. But it seemed like time after time, it felt like they did a little bit more on third down. It just, man, these, these you know, the Bills would, would do a good job of getting them, you know, second and long, third and long. And then Patrick Mahomes would be Patrick Mahomes. And he just, he just makes plays. I mean, that, he makes plays. And, and it was, it was killing us, man. It, it really was killing us. Um, it hurt because it's like no matter what we did, it felt like in the first felt like in the first half, it's like they were gonna get that first down. They were gonna get that first down. And uh I felt like we got we're if we're gonna beat them again, because we're gonna see them, we're gonna have to tighten up on third down. Now, I understand Ben don't break right that philosophy, that that style of defense, but if if we're gonna if we're gonna beat the Chiefs, we, we gotta we gotta shore that up. How about Von Miller today? Von Miller. So on my show, um intentional grounding, I, I said that Von Miller would have two sacks, four tackles, two tackles for loss. So I pretty much predicted his stat line. Okay. I felt like Von Miller had some opportunities to win against Wiley and Brown. And he did. He did well. They did really well. What I wasn't too pumped up about, you know, we got pressure up front. We got pressure through the middle, but, man, I need to see more impact plays from Ed Oliver. I got to see some more impact plays from Ed Oliver. I didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't notice him today. And that's a problem to me because he's in a contract year. And I know he's battling back from an injury, but I, I got to see 91 come, come up big uh, in some of these games. But he, to me, I mean, I got to go back and watch the film. Um, and so when that comes out this week, I'll, I'll definitely check and see. But I just, I don't know if you guys noticed it, but uh, 91 didn't seem like he was, uh, you know, making an impact. He didn't make any splash plays. Now, I know, you know, 
uh, up front, Daquan Jones and Jordan Phillips, Ed Oliver, they did have some pressure, you know, which is nice. They were able to, to kind of flush Pat out, you know, and Pat, you know, sit back there and dance and move around just like Josh Allen does and make plays. But the Bills did a damn good job. They did a good job, man. Uh, Jordan Poyer. What about Jordan Poyer? He wasn't even cleared. He said, you know what? I'm driving. That man drove 15 hours to Kansas City, bro, and played. Big, big, big dubs. Re-up 21. Pay that man. Yeah, hey, hey, hey he's earning it. He, he, you know, he's been battling those ribs for, for weeks. And, and he, uh, he showed up. That boy showed up. He showed up, man. It, I was loving it. I was loving it. That's right, Bill. Didn't even challenge all pro po today. Yeah, he, he did good. Uh, can we, can we talk about the run game? I did not expect, I mean, how do I say this? After watching the game last week against the Raiders, we saw Josh Jacobs get off to like 150 yards ish right on the ground. So you think, okay, well, if he could do that and the bills have a better offensive line, Devin Singletary should be able to come in here and eat and Devin for a Devin Singletary day. I think he did pretty good. He still has some questionable uh, decisions with the ball in his hands. Like, let, you know, I'm going to need you to, like, quit trying to juke. You're slow. I just need you to get the damn first down. Can you do that? But early in the game, the Bills were establishing the run. That was great because you know why? Let me tell you why that was so, so important. That's why this game was 24 to 20 because the Bills were able to have a complete game and control the game on the ground, and they threw when they had to. That so, in essence, the Bills made the Chiefs submit to their will. They did. The Chiefs had to play the Bills style of game. They made you one dimensional. The Bills were able to establish the run, and Josh Allen made plays when he had to. How about that? How's that sound? The Bills established a run. What we haven't been able to establish a run, man. But the Bills got it done. And this wasn't all Josh Allen, okay? Devin Singletary, man. Devin Singletary. <laughs> 17 carries, 85 yards, and, and Zach Moss was inactive. When I saw that Zach Moss was inactive, I was happy. I was, ex- I was ecstatic. And, yes, I am drinking – some wine out the bottle okay that's that's sterl's trademark it's a sterl's trademark around here <laughs> wine out the bottle baby all right we got a super chat my guy pandine plays he says in keeping with overreaction tradition josh allen on pace for 6338 yards all purpose he is averaging 8.3 yards per pass attempt dot elite josh allen is having an elite season and if you are of the conviction that he is not going to win the mvp barring injury knock on wood josh allen is going to be the nfl mvp not patrick mahomes not joe burrow not jalen hurts not tom brady insert quarterback you want Lamar Jackson, no. 
Josh Allen will be the MVP this year, bar none. Book it. Bet on it. It's going to happen. You want to talk about a Heisman moment? If we're talking college football, Josh Allen had his Heisman moment. What about that touchdown pass to Stephon Diggs? What? I mean, I, I tweeted, I said, Josh Allen had two perfect passes, beautiful passes on the right side. Diggs got one, right? Gabe Davis got another. Wow. Hey, I'm telling you. So I, I, I guess the first one, let's talk about the Gabe Davis touchdown. Um, the the Chiefs played a lot of man coverage. Um, I was I was that caught me off guard a little bit. I know Spags is a, an aggressive defensive coordinator, and he called a damn good game. He he called a damn good game because the Bills carved him up in the playoffs. He called a good game, and you and after Miami, we started to see more you know blitzing from from uh, not just you know defensive linemen linebackers, but we saw blitzing from guys in the secondary DBs off the edge. And, and we saw some of that today. Spags was calling a good game. He did, man. So if I had to give some shout outs to, uh, you know, the chiefs, I'm going to give it to Steve Spagnuolo. He, he played well. I mean, he, he called a really good game, but they were blitzing Josh Allen. Josh Allen's been shredding the blitz. And so when you have a single high, they were going single high safety because what happened is again, the Chiefs submitted to the Bills' will, so they had a single high safety because now they're concentrating on stopping the run. The, the, the Chiefs were concentrating on stopping the run, and we're going to take everything short. So, Josh Allen, you're going to beat us. That's what they said. We're going we're gonna to try to stop the run game because Singletary's carving us up. Okay? We're going to have a single high safety, and we're going to have you beat us. Josh said bet. <laughs> Josh said, let's go. He said, uh, if y'all don't think I'm the MVP, hey, here we go. So, second quarter, what, what does he do? Lobs of beauty to Gabriel. Gabriel Davis smoked this guy. Smoked him. Touchdown. What? Whew. They got had me going. They had me going. I'm going to read some Mafia tweets real quick. We got uh, Super Bowl champs feeling so excited. Uh, also, really, though, 5-1 now with the first seed in the AFC plus a bye week up next and the team getting healthy. We're not even playing lights out yet. Red zone offense has been poor and injuries have affected the team. Next man up is great, but first man up is better. Go Bills. Yes, sir. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. Yeah, red zone offense was today was bad. But man, look, you got to give it to Spags. He, I'm telling you, dude, that's that's one of the reasons why I'm saying he called a great game because he was able. Look, he his their their motto was, look, we're gonna let you get everything in between the twenties. Take it, cool. But but in the red zone, that's when they wanted to clamp down. Same with the Bills, they wanted to clamp down, and the Chiefs did a really good job. Now, you know, barring McKenzie pissing down his leg. And we would have had another touchdown, right? So they but they 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 did a good job. Their assignments, they were they from what I could tell, they 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 did what they're supposed to do. 
So second half. Second half of this game. You know, I'm looking at it. And first of all, Harrison Bucker kicked a 62-yard field goal. When that happened, did you guys like how did y'all feel when that happened? Because I, I know when I was like, damn, like here we go. These dudes always are, you know, getting something done, you know, last seconds, right? Patrick Mahomes took the field with what 14, 15 seconds. Getting field goal range, 62 yard field goal. Here we go. I was like, oh shit. What should have been 10 7 or what should have been 17 7 going into the half is now 10 10. So so they kick a field goal. And so and then not only that, but they got the ball first in the in the second half. Now going into the second half, I was like, there's gotta be some adjustments made. Like I knew that they were that the Chiefs were gonna stop the run. I knew that they were gonna put their focus on stopping the run. You saw them uh, you know, kind of constricting their defensive line and their gaps, you know, made them a little tighter, right? They're gonna stop the run up the middle. And they did that. I thought I thought the the Bills had some questionable calls that I didn't like uh on a, on third downs. All right, running the ball with Devin Singletary. One was a uh, uh, inside zone play. He didn't get the first down, and then that toss sweep to the right hand side. I felt like if you're gonna do that toss sweep, man, put put James Cook in the backfield. Put Cook back there. He's way faster. He he gets that first down if he carries that ball. Okay, but so they they focus on taking away the run. So I expected the Bills. I wanted to see more ten personnel. I wanted to see them just go out, and we saw some of that. But open this playbook up now. I, I felt like the Chiefs defense showed that they couldn't they couldn't contain the Bills passing arsenal. And Josh Allen, hey, he 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 did what he had to do. He he found he found guys open. Made plays. Let's talk about Josh Allen's day, man. 27 to 40, 329, three tuts, 12 carries, 32 yards, man. Josh Allen had himself a day. But in the second half, you know, he had some uh he it, it didn't all go his way. He really had to, he was putting some some precarious uh situations, you know, when you're starting uh you know on your two-yard line. And Isaiah McKenzie misses a wide. Oh my god. Again. The moment's too big. Isaiah McKenzie dropped another one on third down or second down. Come on, man. Killing me. <laughs> Killing me. My, that's right. Jeffrey P. Danger. That's me, y'all. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you, Jeffrey. Good, good to see you, man. Good to see you. But, yeah, uh, you know, he didn't help. I, I, again, back to what we were saying earlier, I, I think, you, you know, Having Shakir in there will be amazing, I, and I hope I hope that they do that moving forward. I, I I think I'm good on Isaiah McKenzie. I really am. I'm good on him now. All right, you, you guys show me a little bit more. Um, yes, yeah, Spags is a problem. Absolutely, he is a big time. He was a big time problem. Um, 
Ronnie says, feeling like the Dolphins fans did three weeks ago when they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, you should. Hey, when you walk into work tomorrow, say it with your whole chest. Say it with your whole chest. Wear your Bills gear to work tomorrow. That's what I'm going to do. I am wearing my Bills gear tomorrow. I'm going to let everybody know. Everybody's going to know. Everybody's going to know the Bills beat the Chiefs. They know it. But when they come to work on Monday, they're going to know it again. Bill Payenta. Payentka. Incredible. This team answered the call today and showed they have what it takes to beat anyone in the league. The D-line is a problem for every team we play, and this team is going to get better when Trey comes back. You're damn right. Mud Dog says, I don't care if the wife gives me any tonight. Probably best for her health if she doesn't. Anyways, let's effing go. <laughs> Mud Dog, you had to do that. <laughs> you had to do that. <laughs> best for her health. Anyway, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Jive Turkey says, super important win could, could be what decides home field advantage. Absolutely. So going back to what we we're kind of talking about earlier, that win, if the Bills, if the Bills and the Chiefs ended with the same record, the Bills get the tiebreaker. So for the number one seed. Now, I do think the Bills will finish with the best record in the NFL or in the AFC at least. And now that you beat Mahomes at home, okay. Now, guess what? The road to the Super Bowl goes through Orchard Park, New York. How's that? How's that feel? How does that? I'm telling you, when I say it, it feels good coming off my lips. That the road to the Super Bowl starts and ends in Buffalo. You got to come see them boys in Orchard Park. You got to come see them boys in Orchard Park. So if you want to get to the Super Bowl, you're coming to cold, windy Buffalo. Give me that. Give me that. That's what. That's why they went out and got Von Miller right there to close out games. All right? That's why. Dex10 says, OBJ in, McKenzie out. I'll take that. I will take that. But I... I I want OBJ. It'd be great to have him, but I'm cool with letting Shakir uh, handle that too. If if you can make it work with OBJ and he can come here, great, do it. But if not, let Shakir do that, man. Ralph Wilson Sr., Sterl's cutting out the middle man, the glass. You're damn right I am. Look, I'm a wholesale manufacturer here, buddy. All right, I don't need I don't need a some uh uh-uh. I don't need a glass drink. I'm drinking this bad boy. This this damn wine don't stand a chance tonight. I'm ready. I'm ready. After that win got me got me all hyped. Hell yeah, we doing this, man. Dustin from Indiana says, "Feel sweet to have the inside track and whole field advantage." And Vaughn was worth every penny. Yeah, man. Vaughn Miller, two sacks, two tackles for loss. When you needed it the most. Let's let's talk about Vaughn's last play on, on the interception by Taron Johnson, the best. I'm telling you right now, Taron Johnson is the best slot corner in the league. Taron Johnson is the best slot corner in the league, man. 
But Von Miller on that play, because of his pressure, his pressure caused Mahomes to step up, throw off platform, and Taron Johnson made a hell of a play. He broke on the ball. We've seen Taron Johnson do this before. Hello, Lamar Jackson. We've seen him do this before. Break on the ball. He broke on the ball, got a pick. Game over. It was over. That's when I was happy. That's when I was happy. We got a treat for y'all right now. Look who it is. Just go. <laughs> What's going on? Go Bills. Go Bills. Hey. Go freaking Bills. You're you're there. You're the you're Joe, Joe Miller was at the game today. That's why I'm doing a show for him right now. Joe and his family, they all they we we're the Millers. Okay, if you go fo- if you follow Joe, you you see his whole family with the Von Miller jerseys. He's wearing it right now. Okay, like the Millers, and, and you guys had a day. Tell t- Joe, Joe, I don't know how much time you got, but tell me first of all, how are you feeling? And tell me what what the energy was like in the stadium, dude. Kansas City, I've said it on my show many times. I think I've said it even with you. The Kansas City Chiefs fans are some of the best. I mean, I can't call them the best because we're the best. But of all the visiting stadiums that I've been in, Kansas City Chiefs fans are just they're just great. They're they're it's it's Buffalo West, in my opinion, as far as just just the way their fans are. They're united in their chance, like like they understand the game. They know you you heard them booing on the field, right? Or on the television. Like just the way that they the energy they bring to the game, the the distraction, the disruption that they are for the opposing team. The Kansas City fans are elite, bro. They just are very, very, very good uh, fans as far as that goes. They're not lame like the Colts fans. Oh, yeah. They're into a Colts game. Or the Bengal fans. The Bengal fans are lame, too. So, yeah, not that I want to call out fan bases, but I guess I am. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so I, I just got done talking about, uh, you know, the last drive and plays by Von Miller, Taron Johnson. Joe, take me back to that play, that last play. When it happened, like, first of all, tell me how you felt when you see we saw the Chiefs got the ball with a minute and three seconds left. What were your initial yep. thoughts? Well, I got I to gotta back up even before that. So so Von Miller, right, does what Von Miller was brought here to do. He sacks uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes. We get the ball back with 516. Was it was it 516 or 526? And it's like, OK, this is simple. We The Bills just need to do. What they couldn't do in 2020, which was just time a game out, right? Just take that final drive down the field. Uh, but they did it against Baltimore last week. They just got to do that one thing, score a touchdown. Don't leave any time on the clock. Don't leave 13 seconds or 15 seconds or whatever, any type of seconds. Uh, they go down and the drive – and then the freaking hurdle. But but Josh Allen drives down the field and effectively kind of takes over the game there towards the end. Chucks that ball to Dawson Knox. The, the stadium went silent. I mean, it was just a great throw. It was incredible. And and I look at the clock, 104 is left. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. They did it again. They did it again. They left way too much time on the clock, right? That's it. Everybody yeah. was thinking it. Everybody's thinking there's too much time on the clock. Uh, so the Chiefs get the ball back. Uh, what, Bass kicks it out of the end zone. They get the ball to 25. And then Taron Johnson just steps up and makes an incredible play. What was amazing, I mean, it was just to stand in that stadium. That's So I've been to – this is my fourth game in that stadium. The Bills yeah. have never won. The Bills have never won. So this is my first victory in Kansas City as a Bills fan. 
so to stand there with my hands in the air, family next to me, high-fiving, uh, was incredible. So you go through that whole emotion of Karen Johnson sealing the game. You know, the guys, right. the, 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 the defense is running down to the end zone. McKenna's got tears in her eyes because the Bills have done it. Because McKenna, if you remember, went to the game, the playoff game with me last year. Right, right, um, right. So she, so she wanted nothing more than, than to walk out with the victory. Um, but what's funny about the whole thing is, like, I sit down, I don't even know, 60 seconds, 70 seconds after the interception, and I'm like, oh, wait, they're reviewing this. Did he not catch that? And then I look up oh. at the opposite I look up at the opposite side of the stadium, and, dude, the upper deck was almost empty. Like, all the, all the Chiefs fans had already cleared out. And all I can think to myself is, if they overturn this and it's not an interception, like, what happens now? Because half the stadium had cleared out. Like, within 90 seconds, the Chiefs fans were gone. Wow. Gone, bro. They were gone. It was great. They didn't have nothing great. else to say. They had nothing else to say. They weren't they weren't too chirpy this time walking out of the stadium. They've always been chirpy before. They weren't too chirpy today. So. Yeah, there's nothing to chirp about today. I ain't got nothing to say, buddy. Nothing, nothing to say. All. Nothing at all. But it was great. What a, what an incredible experience. How was it for you? I, I I I like I was telling listeners, I could not relax. I, I I didn't even cheer. Fourth quarter, I did not cheer. I was just sitting there because I'm right. like, I I, was- I I can't trust it just yet. Well, what's weird about it is it was very the game plan, the way the game on on the way the game unfolded. It was very business like, but inside of that business, all those freaking penalties in the first half, which I'm sure you talked about, the mistakes, the defense didn't look tight. Mahomes running around, so it was now it was we were getting there, right? So it's the whole defensive like new philosophy, new new defensive line, got to get to Mahomes. They were getting in the backfield and disrupting him. But now he was running around all over the place, right? And it was almost—it was almost more frustrating. But then, like that second half, they just were very businesslike, right? It was just—it yeah. wasn't—it wasn't. I'm going to show you how many touchdowns I can throw. Oh, yo! Former Buffalo Bills players, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> John Feen and Jerry Strasky, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it was, it was just, it just, that second half had a different feel. It wasn't, you know, it, it just, it was just different. It wasn't, we're going to throw the ball over the yard. We're going to take this game over. It was just like, we're going to do what we got to do. And we're going to come out with the right side or come out on the right side. That's, 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 that's what we're going to do. Right. That's at least yeah. that's what I thought. But I agree with you. It was, it was a little nail biting. It was a little bit like, okay, anytime we're a second half team, anytime you want to take over, let's do it. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I talked about earlier in the show, I felt like the bill should open up the playbook more. You know, there should have been more 10 personnel because the Chiefs proved that they couldn't cover uh, these Bills receivers tight end. Yeah. I mean, they, they just couldn't do it on a consistent basis. I felt like it was a little too conservative, uh, the play yeah. calling. It was a little too conservative. Yeah. They should have opened it, it up more. It's been that way the whole season. Like the, all, so, so the big conversation this past offseason was yak, right? Somebody somewhere came out with Josh Allen doesn't have any yak yards or his receivers don't. But it was it was clearly it was the, the design of the offense with Dable that like he was throwing 14 to 22 yard intermediate balls that were basically, you know, comebacks and dig routes and stuff like that. And now they're working everything underneath. And like all those intermediate passes are gone. Like, where are those plays at? It's a little to your point. Where? Why is it not? Where did where's Dawson Knox been? Right. So it was great that he showed up tonight, but it's not it was. It was probably the third quarter, and I'm thinking to myself, how do I construct a tweet after this game with Dawson Knox on a milk carton without offending anybody? Because Dawson Knox has been missing from this offense. 
And it was great that he got that touchdown. But it's been wildly strange, to your point. The playbook, we know that it's Dable's playbook. We know the word is just the same. We know that it changes year to year. And all that's great. But it's it's wildly different than it's been the last couple of years. Would you agree? Yeah, the, and it seems that they're trying to find an identity. They're trying to, to be able to establish run being more complete offense. So that yeah. – I want to I, I want to say that it has to improve as the season goes on. Um, you know, Dawson to, to your point, Dawson Knox has been uh, he has he is on a t shirt on a milk carton. Like, where are you after that? Right. You signed that contract, and I know he's been dealing with stuff off the field, and and you know, prayers go to him and his family. But at the same time, he is showing up for these games or the ones where he is playing, and you just you want him to have a bigger impact because I, I yes. look around the league I see guys like David and Joku I see guys like Travis Kelsey Andrews are they're, they're staples in their offense and I look at Dawson Knox and I go if you have Diggs and Davis you should be eating everything underneath right unless there's and that's the question that I want to literally ask Fina are they doing something different with him this year is it is like what they're asking him to do because it's the Dorsey offense and not the Dable offense are they asking him to do something different than this year than what he's been doing the last couple of years because clearly I'm not smart enough to answer that question just you know at first blush so yeah no he he's uh it's like he's not even there when I watched the all 22 it's like Dawson's not even there yeah it's, you know it's wild but incredible game, um, incredible experience. Five and one, baby. Victory Monday. Yeah, man. Victory Tuesday. Victory Wednesday. Uh, yeah. So it's, every it's, day uh, is the victory. Every day this week. We got victory two weeks, babe. Yeah. Two weeks of victory, babe. Yeah. We're, we're gonna take that, man. Well, Joe, thank you for coming in. I don't know how much time yeah, you got, but uh, I'm gonna roll on you. I'm gonna roll on you. I'm gonna let you wrap this thing up. I know you got to read some tweets. Uh, yeah. But uh, the the Bills Bills Mafia is excited. Um, and uh, we should be. So enjoy it. Savor it. Savor it, fam. Savor every minute. Every of it. Great... freaking second of it. Real, real quick. Had a great time. You were supposed to be here, but you weren't, but that's fine. So I'm glad yeah. that you're able to fill in for me. I appreciate you, but you were supposed to be here, but Joe Marino was here. Uh, obviously, Fina Ostrowski was here. Alyssa O'Reilly, Alyssa like Milano was here. Kristen Kimmick was here. It was just a great, John Spaschek, the market dominator was in attendance with us. It was just a great group. Great time. It was just a wonderful experience, and my whole family was here, as as you said, the Millers. The Millers, the Millers. were in attendance. We're the Millers. <laughs> hey, man, well, awesome, uh, I would love you, dog. I, I kiss the family. Uh, be safe as you guys travel back, and tell Joe Marino what's up. All the guys, tell him I said what's up. Sorry I wasn't there. I've been traveling a lot this month, and it's just felt good yeah. to be here. Home, so, home. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, man, thank you again, and, uh, you know, we'll see you later, buddy. Sounds good. Go Bills. Go Bills. So there you have it. There's there's Joe Miller. Some things I didn't like in the game, though, the, the penalties. I, I felt like the refs, it's like Chris Jones had a play last week. This is just me. This is my feelings. I, Chris Jones had a play last week where he strips the ball away from, you know, Raiders quarterback, Derek Carr. And lands on him. We all know what happened. I felt like though when he tripped Josh Allen, it's like the refs they're 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 giving him a bone. You know what I'm saying? That's what I felt like to me. Like it was clear. Like when you go back and watch it, you see the ref looking, and he doesn't throw a flag. He doesn't throw a flag on the tripping. How many times was there holding? I saw holding so much, but the Bills were getting called in the secondary, holding, 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 pass interference, holding. 
but you're gonna let a blatant trip. So Josh Allen just falls. Now, if we're talking about Isaiah McKenzie in the end zone wide open and falls, okay, great. But Josh Allen rolling to his right just falls. No, man, he was freaking tripped. Come on, NFL. Josh Allen had every right to stand there pissed off. It's tripping. They gave Chris Jones a bone because they know they effed up last week. So they're going, we're going to give you that sack back. Now the Bills have to punt. That was on third down. That that play could have cost the Bills a game, y'all. Yeah. RJ Melville. You're damn right. Dane got called for a defensive hold, and he was beaten and didn't even touch the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. John, that's how you break a Absolutely. That, that's how you get some that's how you get somebody hurt for chris jones to do that though that 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 frustrates me man that 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 that's dirty that's dirty that is dirty so i hope he gets fined yeah von miller's getting held rousseau got held yeah absolutely it was ridiculous. The re- the referee, I get that they wanted to call a tight game. I get it. Okay, cool. But they 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 threw flag, man. It's that that's probably why I felt like the Chiefs were better on third down because there were a couple penalties on third down. I I, I want to say there was at least three penalties on third down. Like, come on, man. But you know what I do love though. In years past, Bill's corners lacked physicality. They lacked physicality in terms of disrupting routes. You're seeing the Bills a more concerted effort to be more handsy. I love that. That's why you bring in Kyrie. Kyrie was a handsy player. Christian Benford, handsy. I like that. You know, get your hands on these guys. Don't give these guys free releases and be able to run routes. Make it hard. You're going to catch that ball. We're going to make it hard for you. So I love that. So, yeah, when you play that style of defense, you're going to get penalties called on you. But can they be consistent? Yeah, we could talk about the O-line. I I felt like the O-line played good. Spencer Brown is hurt. Ankle, they said. I don't know the the extent of the injury. I guess, well, great thing is Bills have a bye. So hopefully it's not long-term. But – um, I, I felt like pass protection wise was great as usual. The run, the run game was popping too. So I feel like the offensive line did a good job today. You know, Chris Jones didn't disrupt this game like he usually does. I, I felt like Carlos Dunlap for the Chiefs had a good game today as well. But, but uh, the Bills offensive line played a hell of a game. They played a hell of a game. Hell of a game. Real quick, let's do this. Hey, Bills Mafia, we all know Buffalo is a drinking town with a football problem. And just like Allen the Diggs touchdown pass, I have the perfect pass for you. Trail pass, that is. The Western New York Beer Trail in the 2022 Trail Pass is your passport to great local craft beer and other craft beverages in Western New York. When you purchase and use a Trail Pass, you can get two half-price beers at 42 different area breweries, bottle shops, and pubs, including a meadery, a cider works, and a distillery. 
and you score over $350 of savings inside the pass, just like the Bills Pages playoff game. You score every time you use it. The 2022 Trail Pass is good now through the end of the year and is available along with other beer trail items at the website www.wnybeertrail.com. Click on the shop tab, enter the code THEVOICE20 and get 20% off. They can also be purchased at the Totally Buffalo Store in Amherst and Archer Park, Buffalo Gift Emporium in Tonawanda, and at the one Eye Cat Brewing in Williamsville. We at Western New York Beer Trail are proud to support everything local, craft beer, small businesses, and local charities. Western New York Beer Trail, drink local, support local. We'll see you on the trail. And make sure you use the promo code, the voice 20. All right. So as we're wrapping up this show tonight, outside of Josh Allen being the MVP, the Bills are five and one. They're, the Bills are five and one. So going into the season, the first six games, I thought, okay, the Bills can go four and two here. That would be ideal. The Bills go four and two. Nope, they surpassed my expectations. The Bills are five and one. And guess what? We should be six and zero oh if it wasn't for that damn Miami Dolphins game. We should be six and zero. Oh. We're five and one, and we'll take it. That is a great start to the first six weeks, man. That is a great start. 716 says defense wins championships. Absolutely. Worth every penny. I'm sure you guys are probably talking about Von Miller. Yeah, Von Miller, man. Josh Allen, MVP, worth every penny. Von Miller, worth every penny. Now we have a closer. We got a real closer. That's what Von Miller was, was paid to do. That's what he was paid to do. Let's talk about this. Um, James Cook. I, I I need to see him get some more run. I feel like James Cook. It, I I know he he's he's not where Singletary is at pass protection. But you mean to tell me James Cook is not better in every other area than Devin Singletary? I mean, I, am I crazy or what? Let's be real. Outside of pass protection, James Cook is better than Devin Singletary at everything else. Speed, contact balance, vision, catching the ball in the backfield. He's better. I think we need to start seeing more. We need to start seeing more of James Cook. Now, the cool thing about it is, we saw Zach Moss inactive. So that mean that tells you that Devin Singletary is one. Okay. Devin Singletary is your first running back. And James Cook is RB2. So he's moved up. Because you remember earlier in the season, it was Singletary, Moss, Cook. It seems like this is a good, this is good. I just don't think McDermott wanted to let Cook get his first real shot at Kansas City Chiefs today. Yeah, it's like McDermott's been very cautious with the uh, the young guys this year. Like we talked about with Khalil Shakir. He needs more run, too. He needs more run. I need to see more. I got to see more.
The Bills on offense had 72 total plays for 443 yards. Damn. Both teams had 10 drives. Both teams had 6.2, roughly 6.3 yards per attempt. This game was I man. Let me tell you where let me tell you where the Bills won this game. It was a running game. 125 yards and 68 yards. The Bills won this game on the ground. And also the time of possession, Bills 31 minutes, 28 seconds. The Chiefs 28, uh, 28 minutes, 32 seconds. So the Bills were able to establish a run game and get this W. Josh Allen hurdled another guy, FYI. Another hurdle. I forgot about that. Josh Allen hurdled another guy. Mm, mm, mm. I, 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 I can't say enough about Josh Allen, man. He's incredible. He is incredible. I love the Overreaction Podcast because I could just talk. I could just go for it. It's so much fun. Doing this is so much fun. McCole Hartman, three catches, 42 yards. McCole Hartman hasn't done anything. He was supposed to be taking over for Tyreek Hill. He ain't done shit. Scott says Motor's the guy. He's earned it. Yeah, he's the guy. But I feel like we got somebody better. I think, I think, I think Cook is better. T Dobbs says Cook is better. Maybe, but what are you basing that statement on? On what depth of work? Well, seeing that I watched a lot of James Cook, uh, a lot of James Cook film pre-draft, so I know what his skill sets are. He hasn't been given the opportunity to do that in the NFL. Okay? But he's better. I I, I told you. I I told you what he's better at. I said the only thing that, that, that Devin Singletary has on James Cook right now it's pass protection. That's it. They they both struggle ball security. Okay. Do you mean to tell me on that third down, third and two, on a toss soup to the right hand side, James Cook doesn't get a first down there? You mean to tell me on the on the inside in uh inside zone play where Devin tried to juke two people when he clearly all had to do is fall forward to get a first down? You mean to tell me that James Cook doesn't get that? You could say, you could say, okay, Devin Singletary, he he could break more tackles. He's a little stronger. I'll give you that. That, but outside, so outside of pass blocking, and he's a little bit stronger. That's it. That's it. And I, I'm not. This is not. I I have Devin Singletary's jersey. I like Devin Singletary. I do. I'm just saying. I think we got somebody better. That's all. Yeah, he, he's gonna get there. He's going to get there. Hopefully, end of the season, playoffs. I want to see. I want to. I want to see James Cook break games open. I want to see him break games open. He's going to. You watch. Mark my words. You already. I just told you. We already saw him. He's moving up the depth chart. Now he's the running back too. How many weeks will it take for him to to, to supplant Devin Singletary? We'll see. I say give it to about week 13, 14. That's when it's going to happen. You watch. You watch. Devin Singletary will have a good – he will still have his place for in, in the office for production. But I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you. I love this. 
Cook is where Gabe was at. Just needs to mature as a player. Absolutely. Yep. But it's fun, man. This is fun. Um, so before we get out of here, we got the five and one Buffalo Bills atop of the NFL world where they should be. I don't care about the freaking Philadelphia Eagles being undefeated. The Bills are have the better resume. If the Bills and the Eagles play today, the Bills win. Come on now. I don't even think I don't even I don't even know what the score is. Can't see. But the I don't even know if the Eagles are going to beat the, the Cowboys tonight. I don't know. I got that. I'm gonna I'm gonna check that game out when, when we're done with this. But guess what? Guess what we get to do? We get to flex that these Bills won. These Bills are top of the NFL world today, this week. And we go on a buy and we get a little bit healthier. Trey White, when is he coming back? Could it be in two weeks? Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. Like, follow, subscribe to Joe Miller. Like, follow, subscribe at Furrow Sterling. That's my Twitter handle. Okay? Because Buffalo Rumblings, we're going to keep you locked and loaded all week, man. I love that so many people are in here tonight. It's been fantastic. Oh, somebody said it's 20-0 Eagles. Damn it, Cowboys. I don't care. Okay. Damn it. I'm wrong. But the Bills are still better than the Eagles. Maybe Dallas didn't show up to play, but if the, if the Bills played them, the, the Bills are going to beat the Eagles. I'm telling you right now. Call that the, If that's the Super Bowl, Bills win. Just saying. Bills win. But we can't win close games. Yeah, that like I said earlier in the show, that's that's done. That narrative is done. Get it out of here. Get it out of here. But uh, you guys have been fantastic. You've been amazing. Uh, this show has been uh, off the hook tonight, guys. I could sit here and talk to y'all all night long. But uh, this is this is this is fantastic, man. Make sure you you hug your loved ones. Give them a go, Bills. Talk your shit at work. Okay, if you see a Chiefs fan, talk your shit. They give it to us all the time. Tell them good game, but hey, they know what's up now. We we saw this last year, and what they're gonna say is this: Well, it's cool, man, because you know once you get to the playoffs, man, we beat you the last two years. It's an it's a new year. Tell them it's a new year, and y'all got to come through Buffalo now. Y'all got to come through Buffalo now. It's a little bit different. Y'all don't have the home field advantage. We will. So yeah. Don't don't sit there and say that this win wasn't important because it was. And we got the dub. Thank you. Next. (laughs) Thank you. Next. But you have been listening to the overreaction podcast on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. I am your host, Sterling Furrow. Joe Miller will be back in a couple weeks. I don't know if he's doing a show next week because the bills aren't playing. So there's nothing to overreact to. So we're taking a break. But uh, we'll be back. Hey, I just want to make sure y'all know, go Bills, baby, because we number one. We are number one, and I'm...